0: Thank you for tuning into Sojcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show.
1: Welcome to the first episode of Inspiring Buildings with Anjana. Today I'm going to invite a daring woman who dared to break the glass ceiling, braved against all odds. And skied over 915 kilometers in 38 days to reach the South Pole. She is the first Indian woman to ski from the coast of Antarctica to the South Pole as a part of the Commonwealth Women's Antarctic Expedition in 2009. She's none other than Reena Kaushal Dharamshakti. Welcome, Reena.
2: Thank you, Anjana. Nice to be here.
1: Thank you so much. You brave against the blizzards, cold, and the temperature bent was below minus 40 degrees centigrade. You know, tell us about your journey and how was the feeling at that time?
2: So, actually, before I tell you about my journey, I would like to tell you a little bit about Antarctica. Sure, please. Because lots yeah. of people don't have much of a clue about it. Yes, please. Uh, Antarctica is the coldest and driest place and it has got, got the fastest winds. So, the winter temperature can be anywhere around minus 75 and the summer temperature up to minus 35, around that much. Okay. And uh, okay. there's no snowfall, no precipitation, no rainfall, nothing. And the winds are so, they blow so hard that, uh, you know, you feel like you will be blown away only. And that's what had happened to us. As, we, oh, as hey I am, we almost had a terrible experience with the winds. I'll tell you that later on. Okay. So, and uh, I'd read about, so you want me to tell me the whole thing? I'd read about this Antarctica expedition in the newspaper. At that time, the Felicity uh, Astrid was a scientist in Antarctica. She, she had got this idea about, you know, taking women from all over the world, Commonwealth countries, and going for this expedition, right. you know, like... Uh, Proving to the world that the women can when they come to it then they can do just about anything so she had put this uh, newspaper article you know that uh, she's taking this expedition so and through, she, uh, through like in various newspapers
1: yeah through the newspaper you got to know about this yeah
2: yeah and then uh, that there's this expedition going and she's going to be selecting her team and so i was like who's going to be that lucky girl till that point, moment, I okay. never had this thought about, you know, like I have to go to Antarctica. It was not never an ambition or anything, no. It was just that that time mm-hmm. I heard, I had read, and then I was like that desire came in my heart that, oh, I, w- I wish I will be selected for this expedition. Though I didn't like okay. uh, know that I was, uh, you know, like, if I fit the bill, and then I'd gone to IMF, the Indian mm-hmm. Foundation, and uh, there... Uh, the secretary told me that I can apply also. I'm eligible. So that time I had applied and so then after that there's no turning back.
1: Okay. I'll come to the other part of the you know question later on. I just wanted to understand from you. Like there must have been a lot of hardships, you know, during the journey. So did you ever feel at the time, you know, why am I here? You know, why did I take this decision? I want to go back. Did you ever feel that? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: I never felt that I wanted to go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, so you... uh, I grew up reading lots of books about. <laughs> so, it, so you stories.
1: enjoyed?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was always this desire. That so that helped it, you a lot.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> so mm-hmm. then I wanted to like you know like when these kind of challenges come, then you become even more determined to carry on. You know, that's what right. makes it uh, more it's interesting.
1: Resilient,
2: isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
2: Had you ever skied earlier? Before this expedition, I had done a little bit of skiing in Manali I had uh, learned some okay, skiing. So you there. had the basic knowledge. But the thing was that... Uh, yeah, I had the basic knowledge, but uh, the beauty of this expedition was uh, that... There was no preliminary mm-hmm. need, you know, that uh, the people who get selected, they should be skiers okay. or something okay. like that. Because there is a difference now. There's a difference. There's uh, two kinds of skiing. There's one is called cross-country skiing and one is called right. a downhill skiing. The technical stuff, you see, you know, like people zooming down mm-hmm. the mountainside. That's a downhill skiing. But what we were doing was cross-country skiing, Nordic skiing. And there mm-hmm. it is not so glamorous, you know, like it looks. It is, you just start... Basically, uh, you got a flat tied to you at the back, you're pulling your load and just pretty much uh, because with the help of the slides, uh, you know, the ski, you're uh, sliding along and uh, mm-hmm. that's the way it is. So it needs a lot of strength right. and stamina. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Keep on going, going, going. So you going. just have to keep yeah. on going, that's Learning. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. pulling the load.
1: So, while skiing, you know, how much load did you have to carry? We carrying about, uh, we
2: have to carry- around 55 to 60 kilograms. Not we were carrying, okay. it was like we were pulling. It was on the sled. The sled was uh, tied uh, by a rope to our okay. to a harness and the harness mm-hmm. was around the waist. So, we were actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then oh, there's interesting, yeah. Yeah, you were pulling. Interesting it. thing about mm-hmm. the Antarctica is there is a thing called Sastrugi. Sastrugi is uh, waves in the snow. Like you get waves in the water, No. The same, similarly, we have waves in the snow
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, because of the action of the wind. So your journey is like, you're not just going okay. smoothly, like, you know, plain, smooth road or, you know, land. It's got sastrugi in it. So you're up and down, sometimes holes, sometimes this, you know, okay. like, you know, not so smooth. So then right. that makes it very challenging. And sometimes what happens in those... Uh, uh, when there's wind blowing so hard and so cold, and then the ski, the sled used to overturn. That was very painful because of the, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like trying to help mm-hmm. the person in front of you or in back of you, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, put the sled again.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: So when you were, you know, when you were, skiing on those waves on those icy waves and all you know at that time obviously it must have been very very hard for you all, right So what kept you going you know like at that time did you feel that will I survive if this continues because that it, it was not uh, it was not a matter of a day or a, you know or a week it was a matter of 38 30 to 35 days
2: yeah that uh, that doubt did come see when you landed in uh, Antarctica, then, uh, first day, it was seemed mm-hmm. to be like, you know, sunny. Second day also. Second day, yeah, night. Now, when I'm saying night, there's no such thing as night and day there. Mm-hmm. No, There's six months of day, continuous day, and six months of continuous night. So, uh, the sun yeah. is like around the horizon. And okay. when we had gone, it was the summertime. So, that was that sun never used to set. Summertime obviously means the night should have something and the wind's mm-hmm. blowing and all. So, yeah. when the... Second day, it, uh, the wind started picking up, picking up, and we had a big storm. And uh, as a result, the, the our tents blew away. One tent blew away, the next one in mm-hmm. Antarctica. And we were luckily at a base camp only at that time, you know. We had another expedition and not started at that time. I see. So then somehow when the we got to shelter in uh, there only in the uh, transporters' camps, they had some very solid uh, tents there which uh, did not blow away. And uh, then we tried to salvage all, you know, pick up all the odds and ends that we could and repair our tents. Because in Antarctica, obviously, there are no uh, shops where you can go and buy, you know, new stuff, new equipment. Oh. Then we repair our tents and yeah. all. And then, mm-hmm. then after that, you know, then we went again for an acclimatization run. You know, acclimatization means just getting used to the, how the expedition will be like before the expedition. So, we had gone for the acclimatization run mm-hmm. and then
1: okay,
2: that only. The second day itself, again, we are, our member Kim from Jamaica, she got a frostbite. Like she had a, a, some, you know, frostbite signs, early signs. So, you know, what is frostbite? Frostbite is due to extreme cold when the right, right. Uh, blood circulation gets compromised, you know. So it doesn't reach your cheeks and extremities
1: mm-hmm.
2: which Correct. Are away from yeah, the yes. heart. So then, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she had to be evacuated immediately because if you just keep it, then, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. can become gangrene mm-hmm. and other things. Like that. So then she had to be evacuated, which was a big blow for us. Like eight mm-hmm. of us were there, eight of us. And now it was only seven of us. And uh, so yeah. your question was, what was question? Okay. You said that... Uh, what are the challenges? No. You had asked me about...
1: That. Yeah, what are the challenges? Like, did you ever feel like going back? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so then, in spite of all these things, no, like, we have this storm coming up, mm-hmm. we have, like, Blizzard, and then we have this member getting frostbite. Still never, that none of us, like, the seven of us, none of us had that doubt that we want to go back, ever. You know, we were even more determined that, okay, fine. So this is like a warning, careful, be careful, more careful we have to be. This is the warning for us, you know. So that was, mm-hmm. uh, kept us going from there.
1: Right.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: So what was that particular thing, you know, that kept you going during these hard times? Is it, is it the teamwork or is it the teamwork in the sense that is it the support from each other that motivated you all to go forward or what was it?
2: Yeah, like we were there so before even leaving. There were a lot of people who had high hopes from me, high expectations that I will be doing this. And not only me, but all the whole team, their respective countries. So that also, and then being in this place, I mean, it was very beautiful. Okay,
1: so that also attracted Although you.
2: Although it was, uh, it was like, you know, you know, got all these challenging things, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. like being there, a huge, vast sky, like I've never seen the horizon, which is just there. It looks like if you walk, then you will be able to touch this horizon. Okay.
1: And... Uh, so the beauty. And the snowfall. Beauty as well as the hardship. Yeah, the, it attracts both of them, both these factors. The hardship,
2: and then also the teamwork. Yes, so many, so many factors yeah. were there. The teamwork was, of course, there. Correct. Teamwork right? was always yes. there. Like um, mm-hmm. some people, so if some member has, we
1: okay. mm-hmm. just help each other. So, how t- tough was the competition and the selection yeah. process? You know, because you were selected amongst uh, 300, three hundred, three to four hundred um, participants, and you were one of the chosen one. And out of that, out of all these, only eight of them were selected. Right, so how how tough was the competition? The competition was, uh, and of course, the selection process.
2: Yeah, so like uh, you know, we had all applied. And there was no no qualifications given. That only these can apply. Anybody who's interested could apply. No, so then after that, ten members from each country were shortlisted. So ten from India, ten from Jamaica, ten from uh, various places, Brunei. And so, out of the 10, then we were called uh, to Delhi for interview. And after that, two were selected for uh, final, you know, final competition that was held in Norway. In Norway, they All right. had a three, four days camp for the selection process where uh, lots of various, uh, they were observed, you know, the candidates. And then the final selection. Was done. So, mm-hmm. And so, in, in Norway also, we were given further training. It was like sub-zero temperatures minus... Right, right. Yeah. Hardanga, Vida Plateau that's where our training was and uh, really tough conditions which were more like what it I would see. be in Antarctica and then looking at the performance there, the finals like, in Antarctica,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Antarctica. Yeah.
0: like this Sochcast tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store
1: so, how many months of uh, selection and the preparation was? I
2: can say a little less than a year. A little less than a year. Well, actually, right. well, about a year, you can say. You know, because this happened, this interview happened sometime in end of August. Then we went to Norway in February. Then we had further training and further, uh, you know, that was in New Zealand. That was in... Um, September. And after that, November, we went to London. The whole team gathered in uh, London for the final expedition. So, November, December, uh, 29th December 2009, we were on uh, South Pole. So, that was about a little over a year. Yeah. well, so over we a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: That was a long journey, is it? Almost That's a year.
2: It. And then, of course, yeah. we were preparing a lot. Like, even... The and training was taking place yeah, uh, like, you know, and we took place in Norway and in uh, New Zealand. But at home, back home, there was nobody, you know. So we were uh, training hard, our own, on right. our own. Okay.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: And how did you take breaks in between, you know, you had to remove your mask while eating or even... You know, while going, while taking rest or even going to the loop. So what type of, you know, uh, I mean, what were the measure, uh, measures that you had to take? Yeah.
2: So we used to start up uh, uh, from the, the place, the campsite. Every day we had a new campsite of course. So we used to start from there around nine o'clock. And then uh, it was a strict discipline, okay? Like mm-hmm. for one and a half hour, we will ski. One and a half hour. After one and a half hour, the person, you used to walk in one straight line. Mm -hmm. The person in the front used to open the route. You know, all the burden was on that person only to look at the compass. So you had the
1: team leader kind of
2: person. Yeah. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, for one and a half hour, then you go back and then somebody else will replace you. Because it can be pretty steadfast. So then, uh, after one and a half hour, we were supposed to have exactly seven minutes break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to eat food, you know, uh, go to the washroom, I mean, pee, or whatever any breaks you want to take, you want to eat, you want to drink. Mm-hmm. That's in seven minutes, you had to finish everything. Because if we used to go beyond seven minutes, like a body, we were tired, you know, pulling that. Oh, I see. And okay. that's so, but uh, although we were tired and, and then we wanted more rest, if mm-hmm. we stretched that break to about twelve minutes or fifteen minutes, then our body used to become cold. See, we are talking about okay. minus thirty five minus thirty five and winds and all uh, right. Around yes. that it could be mm-hmm. lesser, it could be more, you know, like roughly we didn't carry anything to measure. But it was mm-hmm. very cold. So then our if we took a long break then our bodies used to start freezing our hands. Our oh. toes, so within seven fingers. minutes you had to wind your so body. Pushing, like do everything in seven minutes and mm-hmm. then the next person used to come in the front and lead. Okay. And then the next one, so like this, uh, till uh, five or six o'clock in the evening, we used to carry on okay. and then set up a tent, smelt water, cook food, mm-hmm. and uh, sleep, get a good rest, and then start again next day. Okay. So, okay.
1: so that means that within seven minutes, you have to do everything while your body is warm, isn't it? Yeah,
2: and you want a, you mm-hmm. want a more of a rest mm-hmm. also, but you don't want yeah. to. that. Mm-hmm. Is a funny situation. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're you're getting tired, but if you rest more, the then going your really body's cold. become very yeah. cold. Then that's also difficult. And
1: how did you keep yourself warm during the night time?
2: You know. So we were eating like a, pretty much five thousand uh, calories, five thousand five hundred oh, something like that calories, calories per day, huh. and we we're still, you know, like not getting weight. I wish that could happen in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> just, just a wish, like, isn't it? You're, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you burned all your uh, uh. calories yeah, at that time. So then uh, our food was very, very rich, mm. you know. We,
1: like rich food in then, the uh, sense of what
2: kind of food, you know, all carbs, had, proteins. Like, when we were buying, also, we used to look at, uh, we were looking at the calories in the okay. packets. So maximum calories oh. we used to buy. That. Can you do that again? So if you want to buy chocolate, we look at the calories at the oh. bag. The one which had maximum mm-hmm. calories, we used to I'll buy see. that you know, like buttery and the porridge and chocolates and, uh, you yeah. know, in the evening, we used to have something rehydrated. Uh, well, it was a uh, mm-hmm. plow, like a plow, mm-hmm. you know, biryani types. And dehydrated so you put yeah. water in yeah, it yeah. and then it, uh, it sits in mm-hmm. five minutes and then it is ready to eat. Non-vegetarian. So, I was a vegetarian mm-hmm. always, but for this uh, expedition I decided Non-veg- to be a non-vegetarian. Oh, for the expedition. For the duration of that expedition. Only for that. The moment we reached South Pole, I think <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> so, it. Just for the sake of the team, I thought I'll compromise okay. Okay. So I did that.
0: All right. Yeah. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: Was there something that you missed during the mission? Like, did you miss your family? Uh, you know, anything
2: of that sort? Oh, well, no. <laughs> well, it's always, you know, like, you know, the regular life.
1: <laughs> because, yeah, because you were completely focused, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that time, you know, like the regular life when you have proper toilets mm-hmm. and uh, you're inside the house nicely, you're cozy and warm. And there it was always cold, cold. Right. So then you had also asked me the question, how we remained warm inside the tent? Correct. Right. Yes. Inside the tent, you know, it was like a, like a greenhouse effect, actually. Because there's sun outside, mm-hmm. so our body heat and the sun heat used to trap inside the tent. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, relatively warm. Like the moment we went out of the tent, we, mm-hmm. it used to be fr- freezing cold. Freezing. But the moment we came in, then it was a pretty uh, nice temperature. And then we used to light our stoves. Oh, mm-hmm. so if it became like uh, to dry up, then we used to light our stoves just to increase the temperature a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, we had a our sleeping bags were uh, meant for minus forty five. They're very very warm. Okay. So remaining. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so you were taken care of by your sleeping bags. Yeah,
2: sleeping bags, and you know sometimes to sometimes the sun heat, you know, so all these factors. Mm-hmm. And inside the tent we weren't uh, cold. It was outside the tent we used to become cold. So outside the tent, like I said, we were all the time like on the move. Okay. Or if we are not moving, then it was seven minutes spring. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: So by uh, Rina, uh, you know, if you were Given a choice to live in Antarctica now uh, for a week, would
2: you go for it? Yeah, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to go. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful place. Mm. One of the most beautiful places I've been to in my okay. life. I've been mm-hmm. to like, lots of places around the world, na? and and right. in India. So mm-hmm. it's like although one of the most very, beautiful very challenging is starkly beautiful. There's something okay. very captivating about that place. You know that. Mm. The wind and everything—it's like it draws you towards. Well, a person like me likes that kind of, you know, lonely places and all. Okay. So I enjoy.
1: You were also I'm a enjoying. part of the 15 women cycling expedition, Go Green Girls, and you cycled from Kolkata to Kanyakumari, covering all 3,000 kilometers in 35 days. Where do you get the motivation and energy from? <laughs>
2: Well, it's all in the family. You know, my husband is also a mountaineer. He's uh, climbed Everest several times, like seven times. He's the only Indian to have climbed seven times. And he's climbed not only just Everest, he's climbed Kanchenjunga, And mm-hmm. more than 55 expeditions he's done all over the Himalayas and out other places.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: So would you, I mean, instead of me introducing your husband to this show, would you introduce him to this show? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be
2: really good. He, can, he, he would uh, be excited to talk to you sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh. been an inspiration.
1: So did you want to, sorry?
2: He has been an inspiration for me, you know, like it's in the family. So he, he keeps on going here and there. So even I keep on going. And the important thing is, you know, like... Uh, I married somebody who's from the same profession. Same profession. So then the person will right. understand. Right. So you're not talking to a person for two weeks, you're out of touch. Or while we were in this expedition, we never talked. We were never uh, yeah. uh, talked to our family. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, only when we were about to reach uh, mm-hmm. South Pole on the Christmas Eve. Uh, and okay. leader said, okay, we can talk only five oh, minutes oh that
1: was back. the only pit, uh, time that you had
2: so that's the time when we were about to reach days before yeah and it was christmas eve so it was like a gift so then we we had talked on the phone you know so this is something like a person can understand you know why a person gets cut off and mm-hmm. and you know what is it that drives you you know, going to these high mountains or different remote places Partner. And, yeah and so it's very important to have an yeah. understanding uh, partner or understanding members in the family. So d- I give like parents, and other members in the family. It's important. Their support is important.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: So did you want to become a mountaineer since you were a child?
2: I, as a child, I grew, grew up in various places. My father was in the army, so he used to get transferred. Then he got transferred to Darjeeling and he liked that place. So then he took premature retirement and decided to settle there. And um, then that was where I used to see Kanchan Ganga, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's HMI, the Himalayan Mountaineering Institute, where I used to see the trainees taking training there and doing rock climbing. And also, I used to get very excited and, wow, this is why I would like to do that. But as a child, I was never really sure what I want to do. You know, sometimes I am thinking I want to do this, then that. And sometimes I used to read a lot of books on uh, on the crime. Then I want to be a lawyer. Then I think, no, I want to be a detective. <laughs> then I think, no, okay. oh, I'll just be a vagabond bro. Like most of us.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Like most of us during our college days, school days or college days. Yeah. That, yeah. That, we want, that we have so many ambitions in mind, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So that time, uh, you know, like then I thought, okay, fine, whatever it is I would like to a job which makes me travel different places meet different people you know all that so i wasn't sure if i wanted to be a mountaineer you know but uh, that was also a part of it part of my dreams later on it just turned out like that yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so currently i'm uh, currently i'm uh, the overseeing you know there's an institute coming up in uttarakhand in a place called
1: Munshadu.
2: Yeah. And uh, it's called Pandit Nain Survey so yeah, Mountaineering Training Institute. So it's going to give training to the youngsters in mountaineering. So I'm right. helping the government set it up, you know, mm-hmm. that institute. And uh, we have various courses which are going to be offered very soon. Like we have skiing and mountaineering and all that. Which is nice. Because...
1: So that is another another challenge for you. But I'm sure you will be able to see it through it. Yeah. When you have reach to Antarctica, then I don't think so, is yeah. possible for you.
0: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: So coming back to your childhood days, you grew up in Darshling and you are an alumna of Loreto Convent and St. Joseph's College of Darshling. Tell us about your earlier days there, you know, uh, what do you remember the most about the place? Any favorite joints?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Dajling, growing up in Dajling, like, uh, you know, you're also from Dajling, so you know what the favorite places are. You know, first of all, just seeing Kanchenjunga. is very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, there's a beauty about it, that place, Correct. you know, because of Kanchenjunga. And then there's uh, a mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> sit there and just watch people. That is my <laughs> favorite. Whenever I go back, I want to just sit in the chorister and watch people. You know, it's like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the favorite. Yeah. Favorite yeah. Favorite like favorite all time kinds of bus. people. And I think it's uh, like lots, it's a dazzling thing because lots of people do go. Even if they don't have, they will take one round of chorister or just pass that, you know, and then you just sit there. Yeah. And you, if you're lucky to get a, Place to sit and then just watch and you know like that is Correct, yeah.
1: But that place, you know, Chorasa, it has its own. Apart from having its own charm, you know, you get to learn so many things from there just by talking to your uh, to the person, to the other person who is sitting next to you, or somebody who is just passing by, you know. And you and you get to see so many known faces, yeah. you know, whom you had not in, been in touch with especially if you are living outside Antarctica. Yeah, I
2: know, you just, you know? That's,
1: so the best place. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you just bump into people that you know, that's what, even exactly. if you're a or anywhere else, yeah. and you bump into the same person same again, person. you know, yeah. and then you, you know, when you meet a person that you know, and then here, like right, you just say hi and bye in yeah. uh, cities. But there, you know, you just stand and you talk and how is their life and you know, la la la, what's yeah. going on and all. They have all the time and then you move on and then you bump into another person. Another another person. person. <laughs> yeah. Okay it's like yeah. it's just, uh, like is quite nice, you know. Because here I miss that, you know, like meeting people that I know. Although I know.
0: Like this Sochcast, tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
1: Yeah, I was just coming to the next question. What do you miss about Ashley? Yeah. Or do you miss Dashley? I also
2: miss like this is the Diwali season, so Re, Bailini, Even we used to play, yeah. <laughs> we used to. <laughs> I used to mm-hmm. like sing, dance, and then you know, like, for some you know money. That time we used to always we never used to have pocket, you know, money. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, and then you know, like right. the, so that was the best time, was isn't it? Fun factor, you know, just you practice, you practice with your friends, you get close to them, you laugh and you talk, and then. You learn a little dancing, you learn a little singing, you know, you're croaking or whatever. People will accept it or not. But, yeah. you know, it's all lots of fun. And then you have uh, people coming over to your place. Till Purnima, exactly. it carries Correct. on. Till Purnima. So that is, yeah.
1: so that so that is so one thing that you miss uh, about festivals, Especially during, uh, during the festival. festival, you know. During
2: yeah, festival, you know, like uh, you know, wearing new clothes. And <laughs> exactly, yeah. Totally and going go around, around, I know. Yes. And it's very
1: nice, you know, that feeling is really nice.
0: It, it yeah, takes you back yeah,
1: to those true. childhood days, you know, where um, fun, fun free days. Carefree
2: days. Yeah. And then it used to be so like, you know, we never used to get clothes all the time in the year. Exactly. So this time, festival season, you look forward and you get some new clothes and all that. <laughs> And good, the good food. Good food, obviously. <laughs> it food it good food. Good food and uh, going to people's places and eating um, celery. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. I, miss. Mm-hmm. I keep on like, like to go back to Dajling. And, is it?
1: So has has and, has uh, you know uh, like since you are so much attached to Darjeeling and plus in, in most in almost all your interviews, whether it be national or international interviews, I mean in international media that they have
2: given the interviews,
1: you have always spoken about
2: Darjeeling. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But you see, only thing is, uh, <laughs> uh, and I feel a little sad about it is that uh, neither the government of Darjeeling nor the government of West Bengal or anybody ever recognized me, like, you know, or felicitated me, or honored me. It's not that Mm -hmm. I need all that. See, the Government of India has given me the highest award, the Tenzing Norgue National Adventure Award of India, you know, for a person who does adventure. And Mm -hmm. I've been recognized Mm -hmm. in various places, and lots of all these awards. But, you know, it's not the award, it's, it's just is it that you feel hurt that you know you did uh, you grew up there and you're so close and then it was uh, just they ignored you after all this achievement mm-hmm. you expected something mm-hmm. at least I expected something from there at
1: from least from heart, yeah from a place from a place where you grew it's, up yeah and you, so close where to you my have heart. fond memories
2: yeah so close to my heart mm-hmm. so that was but it doesn't matter now it's you know you still have friends and then you just move on in life. And then, of course, where I grew up in uh, Harshing, Hatta Lebong, those people, the, the Samaj, they had called me once and felicitated. Mm-hmm. Me. So, that's okay. all right. I mean, I had uh, my challenges, my achievements and uh, my fun. I think it's important to mm-hmm. have fun. <laughs> but
1: I'm sure, but I'm sure, Rina, uh, maybe, you know, in future, Dashing will uh, will recognize you I mean, in some way I mean, or the it's other.
2: It's okay. Yeah, if it does, it's okay. If it doesn't, also, it's okay. I'm not uh, like, attached, you know but okay. you know, somewhere along mm-hmm. it just pokes me this thing
1: <laughs> because it's very close to you yeah
2: close to your heart yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that is the, the
1: so what is your mantra in life and your message to aspiring mountainous
2: I, mantra in life is like you must have heard that before so many times that, uh, do what your heart desires know, know yourself knowing yourself is important you know how do you come to know yourself, you read a lot of books, read meet a lot of people, see what are the various offerings that you have, you know, what you can get into. And then uh, then do what really touches your heart and which which you feel close to. And another thing is that, uh, you know, nowadays I feel that people are just doing, expecting careers because it is there, it's an option, you know. So, even similarly for mountaineering also, lots of people are doing just for the sake of breaking records and all, you know. Mm-hmm. So, if you're doing something which you're passionate about, then, uh, you know, breaking records is not the aim; It just happens on its own. You know, this, uh, what do you call? this? It just open becomes open a part open. of your life. Isn't yeah, it? That, uh, and another thing is that uh, people are not taking care of the environment. Just because it is free, you know, you just waste light. If you're in a hotel, you're paying for the hotel, obviously. So then you, you're you using the light all the time. You're not switching off the lights in the bathroom and all. Just because, okay, you've already paid. That's not the point, you know. It's not that you've paid for it. It's not that it's free. But it's as a citizen of this earth, you have to think about uh, you're wasting light. It's your social responsibility. Right. You mm-hmm. can't just waste mm-hmm. uh, the resources of the earth like that. Food, wasting food, wasting light, wasting water, throwing trash trash around, and you know, like so many things. You know, throwing throwing food in the plastic bags, and the cows come and eat the plastic. You know, and the the food also because obviously yes, they don't have yes. they can't just remove the the rotis from there. Correct. So mm-hmm. that's also the problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and all these things need to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, so the so
2: people you should, you know, publicity. this has to come. Pause, pause, pause. Mm. Uh, have, some people are calling me. Okay.
1: Well, this has really been an interesting and a learning experience for me. And I'm sure our listeners must have enjoyed this conversation as well. This is a podcast. And thank you for listening to Inspiring Millions with Anjana. We'll be back with another inspiring and extraordinary story of a woman, a solo traveler from California who traversed the length and breadth of the country on her bike. Till then, stay happy and stay healthy. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this SochCast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own SochCast at SochCast, apni Soch, dunia ko sunao. God.